We've made it through Terrapin Tuesday. Now we're on to Woody Wednesday here at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. That's Tim May, the 40-year vet. That's Andy Backstrom. We're not going to waste any time. I'm Spencer Holbrook, of course. But you already knew that. Uh, somebody told me I was too serious in these videos. I don't know where that comes from. You're so just trying to think of clever stuff to say. You're going to get a uh, animated, fun Spencer in this video, Tim. Andy, okay. I hope you guys are ready. Tim, big takeaway after talking to a whole plethora, a whole slew of Buckeyes here uh, in the whack on Wednesday night. Same thing I said Tuesday, except this came from the horse's mouth. Marvin Harrison Jr., yeah, he's still got whatever twinges in that uh, right ankle, but he's good to go. He's mm -hmm. good to go. He's going to play. There was no way he was going to be held out of the Notre Dame game after he came out with that sprained ankle. Uh, they put him in the tent. They uh, diagnosed it, retaped it probably twice. Uh, they finally gave him his helmet back when he showed he had mobility. He went back in the game and made one of the great catches on that great touchdown drive that won the game. So, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr., as he said, there was no way somebody asked him that question about, you know, you're going to be a high first-round draft pick. Do you ever think about it? No, his, he's all about winning games. And it's not, you know, this isn't La La Land. He's all about winning games, yep. getting to the national championship game and winning that. I know that's what he's all about, and I think he's already proved it once this year. Yeah, if, I, I think if Ohio State would have played Saturday, I'm not sure if we would have seen Marvin Harrison Jr. But they lineup. didn't. But they didn't. Um, so the bye week came, the off week, sorry, excuse me, came at a perfect time. Andy. Yeah, Lathan Ransom said to Tim's question about explosives, how do you keep going with limiting those? He said, well, to quote Kobe Bryant, the job's not finished. And I guess at this point, you're four games in. You haven't allowed a play of 40 or more yards from scrimmage, but that's only four games in. You're playing a Maryland team that likes to just rack up those explosive, actually has a, a number they search for. I think it's 12 a game. Yeah. And they had nine last week. So they're coming in with a lot of firepower and, and trying to hit the big play against this Ohio State defense that hasn't given up the big play. They know that, and they're ready to be disciplined once again. They're coming in big game hunting because Ohio State's big game, and they're coming in big game hunting with the idea of hitting big plays. That is absolutely correct. And you're – you know, I always thought Western Kentucky was going to provide that first test. I think it kind of did. And Ohio State passed that with flying colors. But definitely, this team is going to come in trying to get big plays. That's that's enough said. Which leads me to my one big thing, I guess. Maybe we can one big thing. Stick maybe with that we big, can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe big. we can coin that term here on Woody Wednesdays like in that, the whack. That big, um, big thing. Josh Proctor was talking about how. Um, one of the guys in the secondary, and I was walking over there, so I didn't even hear what he, who he was referring to at first, but he said he had that dog in him. I love that phrase. These guys talk about just being dogs. So I asked him, hey, what's it like playing with Davison, who is the most physical corner I've ever watched? Um, I know that he's not the most physical corner you've ever watched him. You've seen a Antoine lot of football. Antoine Winfield though. is always going to be first on that list. Go ahead. But, I mean, Davison really gets into these. Like, oh, yeah. He will get up in your, your mug yeah. and, uh, and disrupt your, your day. Similarities to Jeffrey Okuda are accurate. And so that leads to what both of you guys were talking about. Uh, Maryland wants to score on you. They want to hit explosives. This team not only wants to limit explosives, but it wants to be very physical in doing it. Josh Proctor said this is the most physical secondary that he's seen at Ohio State since 2019. I agree with him. I'm going to write a story about it at lettermonroe.com. Uh, Denzel Burke talked about how much energy they feed off of with Davison and how, how physical he is and yeah. Jordan and even even Denzel when he needs to be. And then I asked Jordan about it and he said that he and Denzel kind of, or he and Davison kind of compete with each other about how who's more physical. So yeah. all of that is to say like, it's, it's almost like an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. This Maryland team is very good at getting over the top. This Ohio State team is very good at limiting you over the top and they will get up in you in the process. Yeah. And I think there's a tenacity to this Ohio State defense that we haven't seen in quite a while, Tim. Yeah, and this is not a stretch. I mean, this is 
the, in my opinion, the best secondary we've seen since 2019 here. I, I truly believe mm -hmm. that. Uh, and uh, of course, the tests are going to keep coming, as Lathan Ransom said. You know, this ain't the time. It's the time to knock on wood. It's not the time to accept awards. You know, and uh, but I agree with all of that. But but what stands out to me most about this secondary compared to last year, almost all year, it's almost like if you were watching the game and you were a fan of the secondary, it's like you were on pins and needles every play, yeah. every pass play. Now there's a certain confidence that this group is exuding, mm -hmm. in my opinion, no matter who is in there. And uh, Davis Nick Benoson has a lot to do with that, but so does Josh Proctor, the yeah. way he brings the wood. This is Woody Wednesdays, right? Uh, the way he brings the wood. Lathan Ransom is playing on a another level compared to this time of year ago, and I thought he was pretty good last year, but the competence there, and we've already talked about Denzel Burke, you know, reflections of 2021 when he was a freshman. He is so much better than even then, in mm -hmm. my opinion, through four games. We'll see if that can continue. Yeah, Jordan Hancock too, as you mentioned, like another guy that can yeah. just bring it. I, admit, I, I didn't mean that. to leave him out. Yeah, I think we've seen him He's one of my more in that role this year, just at the nickel spot. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of still Notre Dame talk today, just because we hadn't talked to a lot of these guys. By the way, we left out Sonny Styles too, I'm sorry about yes. that. Yes, all those DBs really. Um, there was a lot of Notre Dame talk still. Mm -hmm. We had talked to a lot of these guys since then, so it makes sense. Uh, some funny moments I felt like were uh, Josh Fryer admitting he didn't know there was only 10 men on the field until he was on the plane. When he saw an ESPN notification, they kind of pointed it out and counted all the numbers <laughs> up. Uh, he said a few of the other linemen kind of noticed it in the moment. Like Donovan Jackson was one of the, one of the few that did. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Marvin Harrison Jr. said, you know, we've always believed in Kyle McCord. Now you guys do. And kind of pointing to the media, maybe the national media a little bit more, and just saying, yeah. like, everyone knows who he is now. But we always had confidence in Kyle McCord. I thought that was noteworthy. And then Chip Trainum, talking to him again. I know he talked after the game, but just fleshing out that moment more. Uh, just very humble player, and you know, but also confident in knowing that he came here. And he said, you know, I didn't come to Ohio State for one moment like that. I came right. to Ohio State for many moments. Right. And that's what he said to Tony Alford on Monday. So I think, you know, I think those are all noteworthy moments from that game that, as Tim wrote about this week, can be a springboard for this team. And the first test for that is Saturday against Maryland to, of course, not have the hangover from the off week and try to build off of it. And yeah. it's and so about springboard. You know, I'm talking more about the fact that this group knows offense, defense, and even special teams, knows it can get the job done. It's been proven to them. That's important. You know, I've covered a lot of teams here, man, and you can, see, you can see confidence go and come, you know, mm -hmm. or come and go. And uh, it's so important once you get a game like that, but it is, and you're fixing to touch on this too, this is by far not anywhere close to the biggest challenge they're going to have no. this season. But I think it's very interesting and very noteworthy, Tim, and Andy, I guess, that a team can score 17 points in a game. A team that's so accustomed to scoring 40, 50, 60 on, every, on everybody. A team can score 17 points in a 60-minute game, 17 points in 60 minutes, and feel so confident on the other side of it. Like, nor, if you would have told me two years ago, let's go back to 20, last year. Let's go back to 2021, yeah, Tim, yeah. when 28 wasn't enough yeah. against uh, – Against Whoever Oregon, was. yeah, 28 Oregon, yeah. wasn't enough against Michigan, yeah. and all of a sudden you're on the road in prime time, and 17 gives you a confidence boost against Notre Dame. I know that 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 the game script is the game script, and it was a rock fight between two teams that really couldn't score both of them. 
And that was just the way that the game played out. You see those all the time. LSU and, and, and Alabama played a 9-6 to six game when both offenses were pretty good. But that's just way, the way the game script was. Yeah. This Ohio State team can score 40. Said, but it yeah. needed a 17-point performance to get the confidence to go out and do the 40s later in the year. I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm getting better at not interrupting, don't you think? I think so. I think I am. But Good I, job, It didn't mean I don't have the impulse, the urge. Uh, but I said it right after that game that night. That was on Ohio the field. State. We were on the field. Exactly, where we weren't supposed to be. Only ones on the uh, field. Ohio State won a defensive struggle that night because Notre Dame was throwing haymakers on defense too. Oh, yeah. You know, we can sit here because we cover Ohio State, so we're going we're gonna, to you know, uh, dissect everything that went wrong on those third and shorts, fourth and shorts and stuff. Flip side of it is Notre Dame made plays on those on those plays. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. Their defense did, uh, but could Ohio State have won a defensive struggle? No, they well they didn't. You know, so who knows what what, what defines a defensive struggle? Anytime anytime both teams don't get to twenty, that's a defensive struggle. Like you said, a rock fight. Unless it's Iowa, that's just offensive malfeasance. Yeah, but look what Ohio State did to Iowa last year. <laughs> uh, you understand what I'm saying? That, yeah. That that's where when you feel like you've got a defense that can compete with anybody can not just keep you in a game, but maybe throttle another team. It changes everything about the dynamic of your whole football team. Yeah. And Ryan Day is really, I'm not even sure if he had, he probably had that feeling a little bit in 2019, but I don't think he had it like he has it now Yeah. about this defense. Well, it's complimentary football and it's helping this offense have time to click. Yeah. Because at some point this season, we all feel it, that things are going to click for this offense in a way that we're all accustomed to it clicking against power conference teams. Could be in three days. Could be in three days, and we'll see. But I think that's the big thing is that this defense is helping this offense have time to get there. They didn't have to be there on yeah. day one. They did click in the second quarter against Western Kentucky, <laughs> right. but that yeah. was clickety-clack. That was more clickety-clack. And that, that, that's also the defense clicking. Two oh, defensive yeah. touchdowns. Oh, yeah. And, again, that's another yeah. thing. This defense needs to continue to help the offense with the way teams are playing Ohio State and limiting possessions. They, they can give them more possessions. So maybe we'll see that on Saturday. By the way, speaking of toughness, Kate Stover, we were talking to him about, you know, about the way he kind of looked at the end of the game at Notre Dame. 11 catches, are you kidding me? Uh, on, that, on that winning drive, he knocks that defender coming off the line. He knocks that defender down. I mean, you, you coming off the line and he catches up. It's only like a three or four yard gain. This guy's getting hit and whatever. And I asked him, you know, is it Advil, uh, Motrin? You know, he goes, his favorite is ibuprofen. But uh, the point is, same. You've got a guy there in a leadership role. I didn't mean to jump into this, but no. you've got a guy there in a leadership role that's going to stay there until he's carried off on the field. You understand what I'm saying? Drag me out in the box. Yeah, drag me out. It was knock down, drag out fight, and he stayed in there. Yeah. Uh, what you're about to see behind us is a certain six foot four, 200 pound uh, wide receiver who happens to be a potential first round pick going to the Monarch machine because he does not stop. Marvin Harrison Jr. got some ice around that right ankle, but that's not going to deter him from making some catches with Reese Stocksdale out there. Reese Stocksdale doing it on a torn ACL too. Yeah. So those two guys, a little hobbled, a little banged up, not going to keep them off the field. And I don't think it's going to keep Marvin Harrison off the field on, on Saturday against Maryland at noon on Fox. Letterman Row will be there. Letterman Row will have full coverage like we do every day, 365 days a year on these Ohio State Buckeyes. The 40-year vet Tim May, Andy Backstrom, Matt Parker behind the camera, and me, Spencer Holbrook, we'll all be there for a joyous occasion. Ohio State and Maryland, Mike Loxley and Ryan Day get together. You never know what you're going to get. It's like a like a little box of chocolates. Can Tim. I interject something? Real Matt quick. Matt Parker's never looked better than behind that camera. Go ahead. Nick. I know, yeah. Yeah, he and Casper back there behind the camera. We love you, Matt. Uh, until then, though, 
go to lettermanrow.com where you can see a little update on Marvin Harrison Jr. I wrote that. We'll have some secondary talk on there. I'm sure we'll talk offensive line. Tim's going to have a couple more things this week in the lead up again to Ohio State and Maryland. Go check all that out. $1 for one month right now. That's a hell of a deal. And you get it all the way through the Penn State game into Rutgers and then uh, on to uh, Michigan State game. I think you'll get all of that with your one month of coverage for $1. And then you can figure it out. That's a hell of a deal, man. I would agree with that, Tim. But until then, we'll see you guys there at LettermanRoad.com. Thanks for watching. It is cheaper than Peacock. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys back in the woody on Friday for Bold Predictions.